Welcome to Between the Sheets with Nick and Steph, a raw and honest exploration of all things sex, love and relationships. Hello and welcome to another episode of Between the Sheets with Nick and Steph. You are listening to me, I am Nick, um, and I'm joined by my beloved Stephanie. Hi guys, how you doing? Um, good to be with you again for another fabulous episode. Um, we got some fun, juicy, confusing, often controversial subjects to talk about today. And this is the, the dance between freedom and connection, sovereignty and synergy. And how these, these two seemingly polar opposites of our desires, the, the desire to connect and the desire to be free, um, often get in the way of our relationships and, and, and cause all sorts of dramas which we don't necessarily need. To, to have we can work around that and and sort of, and get the get it all have it all in our relationship mm. yeah you've um you've spoken into what i was going to talk about and it's the idea that we can only have one or the mm. other and to be free is to be you know i'm free when i'm single and i'm mm. free when i'm on my own and i can do my own thing but when i'm in relationship yes i have that source of connection that uh, nurtures me that I really love, but it means that it comes at the expense of my freedom. Mm. Um, and we're here to tell you that <laughs> that doesn't need to be the case. Yeah, you can have it all. Mm. And, you know, that doesn't come easy. It's a, it, it requires a certain level of work. It requires a, 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 obviously a lot of honesty, and with that comes vulnerability. Mm. Um, and, of course, we can be having conversations that might feel a little uncomfortable at times so it's it's important to be able to go into those conversations feeling feeling safe feeling self-assured feeling like it's not going to turn into a big messy shit fight Mm. um so there's a there's a level of i guess emotional responsibility which is required in order to be able to have have it all Mm. Um, which I guess you know goes for all of the things that we're talking about in in our in the best sort of relationships that we can create for each other. Mm. Um, having that openness to to be with our feelings, be with our emotions as they arise, be with each other's emotions mm. in those difficult conversations. So, Stephanie, tell me, what does freedom feel like and look like to you? Hmm. I feel like freedom is, to me, it feels like aliveness. It feels like deep connection to self. Mm. It feels grounded. It feels, um, feels like I have choice in life. Mm. Like there's, uh, freedom to me is that all possibilities exist for me and I'm able to choose from those possibilities um, and the opposite of freedom. We haven't got there yet. You don't want to go there yet? <laughs> not yet. Okay. <laughs> Look at me going into the darkness already. So to not feel free. <laughs> um, so, yeah, what does that feel like to you? Mm. Yeah, so you've described some of the things that can mean freedom to you, but what does mm. it feel like? Mm. 
I think there is a a sense of yeah I, I said it before and it, it is a feeling it's um feeling connected to self so that's actually able to feel myself mm. able to be in my body able to be here able to to really um be in tune with my entire being mm. all aspects of my being it feels expansive mm. i know that in my heart freedom feels like my heart is open mm. i um i feel yeah that that um wideness the opening in my heart mm. and i think with freedom for me i experience an erotic aliveness um in my body mm. when i that that's definitely more activated when i'm feeling free as opposed to not um so there's a is there's a turn on almost it's a mm. it's that aliveness i speak of it's um it's activation it's yeah eros moving through me life force moving through me yeah yeah what would you say it feels like to you? Yeah, um, I like what you said. It's there's so yeah, definitely the feeling sense, and this has been something I've been journeying with over the last couple of years more intently. I suppose is is getting to really fine tune my own inner understanding of what freedom feels like for me, rather than just a concept, an idea. Um, I think I had the idea for so many years that the freedom actually meant just being on my own and not ha- being responsible for other people mm-hmm. and and having that experience of of yeah I guess being able to make a choice that is only going to impact myself mm-hmm. in that experience and of course that can be freedom and what I've got to really understand more clearly is that freedom is an experience it's a feeling that I have it's something that I I feel in my body and it, and like you said it has it has that feeling of expansiveness of openness of possibility of aliveness and you know you mentioned eros being being alive and that's definitely I mean we talk talk of eros being life force you know that's exactly they are the same thing just it's just two different words for the same thing mm. um so when life force is fully active and and flowing freely in my body in my energy uh then then life just flows from that place and it doesn't necessarily mean uh sexual activity in the erotic um sort of way of using that word mm. but it, of course it can as well um, but it's more about that that feeling of being of life being erotic, you know, mm. where I'm I'm walking down the street and I'm turned on by the sound of the wind in the leaves or the the smell of flowers in the in the bushes, you know, or whatever it is. I'm probably <laughs> you get me, yeah, you get me. <laughs> um, that is for me that that is eros, really being alive and free in my body. Mm. Um, and of course, let's talk about the opposite of what that feels like. So what does the opposite to freedom feel like for you? Mm. I got the picture of um, an animal. And so hmm. when I think of freedom, I think of an animal in nature, in its natural environment, running around, feeling just in touch with the world around mm. it. 
and the opposite would be a caged animal to mm. me. So it's that feeling of, and, and you know, these cages are often more often than not, um, self-imposed. Totally. So, um, there's this, yeah, this sense of being caged in, of being shut off from the world of shut off from, uh, my natural expression. Mm. So having my natural expression limited and that just feels like heaviness in my heart um, shut down of my eros. Mm. Um, yeah, basically the opposite of everything that I described before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, um, yeah. Yeah. And it's, um, there's this sense when I'm not feeling freedom, mm. I feel in some ways like I'm betraying myself. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, because what comes with that sense of not living my authentic expression is self-betrayal, is... Yeah me not showing up mm-hmm. as me in mm-hmm. my life. Um, and I, I feel like of all the things that I've experienced in my life, self-betrayal and that, that sense of like going against myself mm. is probably the, the heaviest weight or the, the nastiest feeling, mm. I think. Yeah, yeah definitely, definitely. And I think um, just on that point, it's particularly when it comes to relationship is we can often uh, project that self-betrayal onto the other mm-hmm. and and make the other our jailer and mm. they're responsible for the clipping of our wings for the cage that's around us when oftentimes and of course it's not all the time but oftentimes it, it like you said it, it is a self self-built prison mm. and we become our own jailer it's just it's so ingrained to project it onto mm. Onto another, mm. like that's I, I just I struggle with that one so much, <laughs> as you know. Yes. Um, <laughs> it's it's so much easier to look towards outwards to yep. someone else and actually see well you're the you're the reason why I'm having this experience of life of mm. lack of freedom, mm. and to actually confront the ways that I'm doing that to myself is um, I don't know it it feels a whole heap more challenging and therefore I avoid it. <laughs> Not always, but yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the, that's the go-to. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Mm. For sure. And so, yeah, coming back to my feeling of what the, the antithesis of freedom feels like, it, I think you, you basically said everything I would say is that inner feeling of constriction. It feels like, it literally feels like I'm carrying a heavy weight Mm. And, you know, I'm, I have the visual or the, the imagined visualization of uh, me carrying chains or a cage on my back and walking through life with this heavy weight that mm. I'm carrying around me. Um, get that old. <laughs> uh, gosh, I'm just remembering that old um, saying of the, the, the ball and chain, you know, and, mm. and how the that. The, the wife is often called the ball and chain. It's, it's like this... Isn't that horrible? Isn't that it's like this person that you yeah. choose to spend your days with yeah. and create children with yeah. is this it's burden. Perceived as, as a, a prison. Yeah. Yeah? yeah. It's perceived as the antithesis to freedom. Mm. And it's like, why the fuck do we do that to ourselves? Mm. Why go into a relationship that is that is a cage, that mm. is a prison? You know, mm. why even bother? It, 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 it's... The fuddling mm. um 
<laughs> well, it's very much, you know, there's the, the personal experience of what we've all been exposed to in our yeah. lives, of yeah. seeing what our parents have done. Mm, mm. And there's also the collective piece around um, there is something in, um, you know, you look back hundreds of years ago and for many, you know, women um, and men, they were put into relationships that they weren't in total agreement of, yeah, you know. and of course. And there was actually very real confinement yeah. um, within the relationship, um, you know, having to marry um, in order to build a relationship with another country mm. or um, having to marry uh, an arranged marriage, mm-hmm, you know, which mm-hmm. still happens around the world. So yeah. these there are very real experiences of actual lack of freedom in yeah. relationship um, that actually are to do with forces bigger than... You know our own personal choices. Totally, yeah, totally. Beliefs. Yeah, and uh, gosh, it, it it it's good to sort of flesh out the the origins of these beliefs and really examine where they come from, so we can then say, "Hang about, that's that's not the world that we live in right now, and that's mm-hmm. and it's definitely not the world that I want to live in right now." So mm-hmm. how can I? How can I do something different? How can we break free from the old paradigm of of what relationship? should look like you know in inverted commas Mm. um and of course this this moves us towards you know really looking at what what is what is the old paradigm of relationship and of course the old paradigm of relationship is a very uh it is monogamous it is very much about ownership um and belonging to each other Mm. um there's a there's a claiming that happens of of the other and and we we symbolize that by the putting of the ring on the finger and the and the contract that's signed and and obviously of, traditionally the woman uh, relinquishes her surname to take on the surname of the man you know and mm. so all of these ways in which this the symbology behind marriage um is is very much about the opposite to freedom. Well, even the um the sense of you know, um the sense the the belief around oh they're, they're my other half mm. you know mm. and so it's like there is that 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 is a part of me yeah. you know they are a part of me uh, therefore they're not a person of their own who has their own mm. you know ways in in which they live. Yeah, totally. Mm. So you know here we are today in a very different time than has been in the past in our privileged um, Anglo-Saxon world. Um, so what does an idea, what does an, a paradigm, a new paradigm of relationship look like mm. where we can have both of these poles in the same, mm. in the same experience, both freedom and connection? Mm. Seems kind of potentially too obvious to go into talking about you know relationship styles other than monogamy yeah um because i I believe that you know we and we will talk about that but i believe that you know as a certain monogamous relationship can have complete freedom a a healthy um, amazing monogamous relationship is all about freedom it's Mm -hmm. all about Mm -hmm. choosing and um making a commitment based from empowerment totally. um, 
So, yeah, I just wanted to present that before we go into talking about, yeah, yeah, you know, like, it, you know, getting to have sex with whoever you whoever want. You to want. Exactly. It it's not about that. Yeah. Um, and, and I think you brought up a great point there. It's, it's like instead of just accepting monogamy as the, the only option, um, which I think a lot of people do, uh, that we, you know, we, how about we choose monogamy yeah. as a as an empowered choice, and and if mm. and I think this is the point with freedom. Freedom is all about choice. It's about having that ability to say, "I choose this," mm-hmm. and and if I'm choosing a monogamous relationship, then I'm doing that from a place of power, from a place of freedom. Yeah, and not just stumbling into one by default. Yeah, which or, oh, that happens so much when you think of. The, the courtship process, mm. the, you know, it's just like all of a sudden it's, we're in this relationship. We haven't even discussed the particulars of it. We haven't even discussed where our values are. We're just yeah. kind of, I guess you're my boyfriend and you're my girlfriend. <laughs> and, you know, it's like, yeah. yeah, we just sort of fall into it together. Yeah. And, and, uh, and I think this is the point. This is a real important point that we need to make here is that, uh, if we're going to be, if we're going to have a relationship which is a monogamous relationship, well, if we're going to have a relationship at all, we need to really talk about what this relationship means to us mm-hmm. and how how we can do it in a way which serves our desires, which serves our desire for freedom mm-hmm. and our desire for connection, um, and. And to really be able to voice these things in a way which is safe and open and honest and and where we can have a really good dialogue about it mm-hmm. and hear each other, really hear each other. Yeah. Instead of just accepting, okay, we're just monogamous. We're just going to, we're, we're going to do monogamy. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, you know, I'm sure if you looked statistically at... Um, all the monogamous relationships in the world. Of course, we don't have accurate statistics because not everyone's honest. Um, mm-hmm. But if we looked at these statistics, we would probably see that a lot of those monogamous relationships are not really monogamous, um, that people are going outside of their um, unspoken relationship agreements mm. all the time, even if it's just you know, flirting with the guy or the woman at work or, mm. you know, um, still connecting or t- talking to your exes or things mm. like that. So these are the things I think which are important to get clear on. Okay, well, if we're going to do monogamy, what's our version of monogamy? Mm. And how do we, how, what feels right uh, to us and importantly coming from the perspective of how can we create this monogamy that works for us, that is in alignment with our values and which gives us a sense of freedom mm-hmm. and connection. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, so how would we do that? Mm. I think uh, I think it requires honest and open communication. Mm-hmm. I think that, yeah, being... Being really upfront from the get-go. Oh, actually, no, screw that. Plenty of people enter into relationships and realize they haven't had these conversations. Having a conversation when you realize you haven't had the conversation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you could be together for like 10, 20 years exactly, and still exactly. talk about these things. Or, um, or still not talk about them. Yeah, yeah. I've had plenty of clients that have been together for you know decades and they've never had this conversation. Mm, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, and just um, I think freedom existing in relationship and, and how you create that is, I guess, destroying the romantic notions of what love needs to be. Mm. Of It needs to be about ownership and, you know, we, we're constantly together and we need to know each other's everything mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. this codependency enmeshment that's the norm that's seen as romantic in some ways Mm. um and actually recognize that we're we're our own people with our own desires our own dreams for life our own wants and needs and how can we actually put aside our own insecurities and uh and i guess it's not even about giving permission to our partners but just that being something that you stand for mm. for each other is mm. yes you go and you do what you need to do and i'll be here and i'm going to do what i'm going to do yeah yeah and um recognizing like you said we we all do have our own needs and desires and and aspirations for life so it may, it, it may be okay i've got i, I want to go to no bridge club on Tuesday evenings. You know, have your bridge club <laughs> or whatever that. Is that. Is that what you want to do? Mate? It's definitely not. No, <laughs> but whatever, whatever your thing is, have your thing. You know, and it's so important as a couple that we each have our thing, which is ours, mm-hmm. and it's not about us. It's about me. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is this is how you know we talked about the the dance between sovereignty and synergy. And sovereignty is really about really being connected with self and, and our own inner world and our own inner desires and, and, and needs and goals and aspirations for life. Um, so if there's something that one way we can create that sense of freedom is is having our own things, even if that is like going hiking for the weekend or going on a, a, a weekend retreat with your girlfriends or whatever it is Mm. there's so many ways in which we can make those choices and they're really bloody healthy Mm. really healthy yeah there's um there's a kind of and i've experienced this before in the past where i come together with a person in relationship their friends become my friends Mm -hmm. um their interests become my interests i start listening you know this is a young steffi thing (laughs) just taking on everything because you know in many ways i i don't think that i had the sovereignty piece down Mm. packed in myself and i think that that's what um is can be really important is do you know yourself do you know what Mm. you want do Mm. you know the things that matter to you what are your values your and and, you know this is this this idea around we need to love ourselves before Mm. we're with someone Mm. I think that we take that a step too far and we think that we need to be perfect in order to be with someone. But I, I, I feel like what this actually means for me would be to just know myself and know what matters to me mm-hmm. before entering into a relationship. And if I am in a relationship already and I feel like I've lost touch with myself, what can I do to you know, find myself again. What yeah. what can I do to connect with myself and the yeah. things that matter to me? And in that, just not 
recognizing that it is about it's about you it's about me as an individual uh reconnecting with myself it doesn't mean that the relationship's screwed or there's a problem with my partner or they're they're restricting my freedom Mm. um it's it's just it it's about taking that personal responsibility and saying okay i i've lost myself a little bit here i need to reconnect how can i do that in a way which is true and honest and authentic and and is in an alignment and this is where the sovereignty and the synergy come together is like i need this and of course my needs have an impact on my partner Mm -hmm. um so we don't just run off (laughs) we Mm. don't just uh you know escape to another country not that we can do that at the moment with covid but uh if only <laughs> um, <laughs> what <are you> saying? <laughs> uh so it, it it's about you know hey hun i really need this for myself uh i need to go away for a couple of weeks and travel you know i had i had this experience last year where i i knew that this was something i needed to experience obviously we've talked already about where steph and i was in episode seven, I believe, um, in that period. And I went away and explored very much on a solo path for four months. Um, and, and that was a beautiful experience of me in my sovereignty and very much not needing to consider Stephanie in every thought and every plan and every idea of what how I'm going to live life. And of course, we were still very connected Mm. in that time as well. Yeah, I had that... Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I had that recent experience. um, We've been, you know, maybe a month ago. And I think we're having a conversation about freedom in relationships and how I had this experience of, I I need to go. I need to go and do something on my own. Mm. Like I need to go on a road trip. I need to go camping or just this feeling like I needed to just be really in touch with myself and that that yearning for that was so strong that I I think I said to you I was like I can see why couples who like I can see why relationships actually end because of this Mm. relationships come to an end because one person's desire their yearning their absolute need for freedom is just so strong that they're willing to fight for it Mm. they're willing to push anything out of the way to get that um so rather than a relationship needing to end because someone doesn't feel free in that you know this is what we're talking about is like how can you actually allow the other to have their freedom or allow yourself to Mm. have freedom Mm. in relationship both of you yeah and um i think it's just as as simple as I said before, getting out of the way, like moving your insecurities out of the way Mm. and recognizing that, Hey, this actually in some ways doesn't have anything to do with me. Your need to go and find yourself to Mm. need to go connect with yourself more. This is your experience that you need for yourself. I love you. I am here Mm. for you. Mm -hmm. And when we're the person who needs to go and take our freedom or needs to go find it or, or just, it's not experience even f- experience it. it. Yeah, mm. it's about just feeling it in ourselves, feeling that sense of aliveness in ourselves. How can we actually show deep compassion and respect and care for the other rather than a fuck you, I need to go be free yeah. and you're you're the reason why I'm not free. Yeah. Um, I think that that is what 
you know, leads to relationship breakups and yeah. and a whole heap of destruction in them. So. For sure. And also on the other side, if, you know, you're threatened by um, your partner's need for freedom and get triggered and all and all of your insecurities come up um that's very valid and very, and mm. it's important to give that expression um and and for the other party to have compassion for that also mm. um this and this again is where the synergy comes in it's it's not an either or path it's like this how can these how can we marry synergy and sovereignty together so we're working with these together it's not that we have one or the other yeah um so how can i be compassionate for my partner's need for freedom even though i'm feeling insecure and i'm feeling uh challenged by their their need for freedom Mm. and afraid of what that means Mm. Um, and, and then of course, all the stories that comes up around what that means about me and, you know, what's going to happen, who they're going to connect with, all of that stuff. Mm. Um, so it's, it's really important that we give those insecurities voice Mm. and expression and take responsibility for them and do what we can to help ourselves and help each other feel safe Mm. in this experience. Yeah, I think the connection piece is around actually how we experience connection in relationship is by, you know, many things, but sharing uh, what is true and alive for Mm. us. Mm. And so when we can create a sense of solid, honest, open communication Mm. with each other, Mm -hmm. that sense of connection, no matter what we're experiencing, can be felt, Mm. um, can be shared. And it's... um, yeah, it's it, it's really important. Like I, I speak some, uh, have spoken some some pretty um, pretty. I don't even want to say awful things, but it's like there's there's so many aspects of myself as there is with everyone. We have the part that loves our partner and and wants to be close with them all the time. There's the part that's just like get away from me. I need <laughs> to be on my own. There's you know there's all these little selves inside of us. And to share those, not from a place of wanting to cause harm or, you know, like a, an unnecessary kind of keeping our partner up to date with every single thing that ticks over in our head. Mm. Um, we don't need to go that far. But it's, if something's brewing in us, if something's kind of percolating and, and I guess having this... Um, this power over the decisions that we're making in our life or, um, you know, the ways in which we're acting, mm-hmm. how can we actually just share them and, mm-hmm. and invite our partner in to, mm-hmm. to see us? Yeah. Yeah. And this, this is, it's a it's vulnerability and this is what creates connection is, is where we can let down our defenses and, and come to a place of connection from that place. I know for me, and I'm sure this is the same for most of you listening, uh, is that, you know, if I feel, let's say, Stephanie expresses a need for freedom in some way and I feel somewhat threatened by that and, and some insecurities come up, my that insecure part of myself will automatically go into sh- shutdown mm. and then in comes the protector. 
and the protector will come and shield myself, shield my heart, close down, put the walls up, mm. and in some way around, you know, okay, we, we're in danger. Um, we need to hunker down and protect protect the heart at all costs, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so in that moment, for me, I, I can feel that happening. Sometimes I'll notice the way in which I'm speaking. Um, I might be creating a an energetic distance between Stephanie and I where I can feel like I've just put a wall up and I'm withdrawing somewhat. Um, and this is where we lose connection. This is where we're, we're not connecting anymore. I'm in a defense place. Um, and Stephanie can be also in a defense place. And and all of a sudden we're, we're two isolated islands bobbing around in the ocean. We're not connected mm. at all. Um, and, and where if I can, in that moment, if I can just presence how I'm feeling and speak, hey, I can notice that I'm feeling defensive. Um, I've gone into uh, protection mode. I can feel my walls up. And just speaking that and mm-hmm. letting Stephanie know, then straight away we're back into connection. Mm-hmm. Um, and we can move forward from there. Mm. And also, you know, and I think it's important to recognize it's like if I'm feeling, if my nervous system is fully activated and I don't feel like I have the capacity to have this conversation right now, I'll speak that as well. Mm. Um, I know for myself, when that is the case, I'll, I can often go into shutdown and be quite quiet and withdrawn mm. and from Stephanie's perspective it may look like I'm just sort of quiet and and everything's okay but or I'm just grumpy um mm. but I'm actually in shutdown there's there's something I've, the system's sort of been overloaded in some way mm. um so it's just a matter of you know recognizing that presencing it speaking it and saying hey I just need a break I need a um some time to regulate mm-hmm. yeah another thing you know you're talking about this having the defenses come out and um another common response when our partner expresses a need for freedom can be the fear of abandonment mm. um and so yeah just bringing presence to that and being like oh my god you said you want to go away for the weekend and i know it sounds crazy but i'm scared you're gonna leave me or you know whatever it is it's just just speaking it so that it's not going to be in power calling them every five minutes while they're away because you're afraid of being abandoned Mm. you know it's like we how do we actually give voice to it and and presence it before it starts to take over our lives yeah um in our relationship yeah yeah these are like we talked about in the trauma in relationships episode i think episode eight where we're talking about how these different trauma traumatized aspects of ourself play out in these uh, in these scenarios of course our abandonment wound is a little a little boy or girl inside of us that comes in and sort of hijacks uh, our behavior mm-hmm. and and does act in very um irrational and and often not very healthy ways um definitely doesn't create very good connection so we need to parent that little child of our own mm. in some ways one one thing i wanted to speak into mm. before before i forget because mm. i've got a memory of a goldfish <laughs> um i wanted to talk about freedom with sexual expression mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um i yeah the reason i want to talk about this is because i think that we 
you know, we were talking about this before with the monogamy and open relating and this idea that to be free in our sexual expression means that we need to be single and able to have sex with whomever we want. Mm. For me, freedom with sexual expression is actually some, it's an inner uh, experience. It's owning our own desires, um, owning the things that we like, the things that we don't like and giving ourselves permission to be in those. Mm. And that actually sometimes doesn't even need to involve other people. Um, or if we're in relationship and we're sexually free, it might be, well, I have this foot fetish and I know you don't <laughs> like that, but my freedom is to actually accept that part of myself mm. and, um, you know, potentially have different outlets, look at magazines or whatever <laughs> it is that you want. Um, but I think that our, this, yeah, there's a really common thing that I hear in couples, this uh, sexual uh, incongruency or um, there's a desire discrepancy in the relationship in terms of what they desire. And, and I think that this can be a really common reason why plenty of people either cheat or the relationship ends. And it's because, you know, the person, our partner expresses a desire for something or something they want to explore. And rather than just being like, oh, that's great. And, you know, I, that's not something I desire, but I celebrate that in you. Mm. It's, I don't like that and I'm going to shut it down. Mm. And so when we're actually not having freedom with our desires and how we're expressing ourselves sexually, that stuff builds. Yeah. And it's almost like it, it it gets to the point where it's just going to explode because it's um, the more that we suppress it down, the, the, the harder and, and more vigorously it's going to come out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think, I mean, you've touched on something very important there, which I think we need to do another episode, put this one on the list. Stephanie mm-hmm. is fe- <laughs> fetishes um, mm. and, and, taboo sexual desires yeah mm. because i think this it's such a common thing which often goes misspoke unspoken mm. um and and when it is spoken it's often shamed mm-hmm. um either by ourselves or by by our partners um so it's finding ways of feeling free in that expression it doesn't if i have a particular fetish it doesn't necessarily mean i need to act it out mm. um, um but and there's a lot of fetishes that people have that acting it out would actually be wrong or illegal or highly immoral. Mm. Um, so there's, there's, but we can create scenarios which uh, feed that desire in some way. And so mm. I definitely feel there's a there's an episode all on mm. its own that we should create there. Um, it'd be a fun one. I know, I know you'll like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think some we didn't really go much into the uh, the the other options other than monogamy. We talked obviously about creating a very clear idea of what our version of monogamy could look like, mm. giving us that sense of freedom. And of course, we can open. We can have openness in our relationship, which of course can bring that sense of freedom where we are able to connect, uh, share intimacy um, to some level, to some degree with other people, uh, either together or 
individually mm-hmm. and and of course this is a it's you know it's not a not for the faint of heart mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's difficult territory to navigate because of course our shit comes up um and again i think this is probably an episode all on its own we don't want to skim across this because it's a big episode it's a big topic to talk about open relationships and polyamory and and swing in all the different ways in which you can um sexually interact with other people um but of course if that is something you're you're in a relationship you feel like you have the foundation to be able to in yourself and in the relationship and in each other to be able to open the relationship and explore deeper aspects and very real aspects of freedom with other people it's it's very much available mm. and so it's how can you do that how can we have that experience and yeah. come to a place of of choice together to say this is how we're going to do that yeah and honoring the different um the the changing um lifespan of your or not hmm. even lifespan but the, yeah. the lifespan of your relationship the cycles, the cycles. Mm. and you know you may have been in a monogamous relationship for 20 years and had children and you know been happily married and all of a sudden it's like here's this possibility like don't don't ignore that if that's something that you feel like you both desire mm. you know or vice versa if you've been in an open relationship and monogamy's the way forward then then honor that as well um these are choices that you can make doesn't need to be um because of what you've had in the past Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. it can be something that uh that all of a sudden one day feels alive and feels right for you both Mm -hmm. and um and it's it's a constant well at least for us it's a um a continuing conversation within Mm -hmm. our relationship it it's going to be fluctuating as we navigate very different phases of our lives together. Um, it already has in mm. many ways. And um, as Nick said, this is a uh, podcast of itself, an episode in of itself. But um, yeah, I think that that can be a really powerful way of having sexual freedom mm. and, and not even sexual freedom, emotional Intima- free, and, freedom, yeah. you know, freedom with intimacy and connection with others mm. and feeling like you can follow the flow of love in, in your mm-hmm. life mm-hmm. Um, where there's love and eros and um, kind of connection want to, want to go. What way does it want to go yeah. in your life? I think there's often a misconception that, you know, when you do open the relationship, it's just a a free-for-all fuckfest. Mm. <laughs> and I think that's often not true. I think it, it well, definitely hasn't been true for us in our experience and where just knowing that that is an option is enough mm. to, to, to really nurture that desire for freedom. Um you know if if we have the freedom to okay here's an attractive person that i feel drawn to i can have a conversation with them i can possibly share an intimacy and 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 obviously doing that within within the boundaries of our own relational agreements mm. um and of course this doesn't mean that uh 
people in open relationships or polyamorous relationships don't cheat. That's not true. They do all the time, a lot of the time. Um, people fuck up. People go out, make bad choices and go outside of their agreements and 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 cause drama within their relationship. So it's it's yeah it it's not an easy path to to tread that's for sure mm, i think it's um it's something that you want to go into feeling like don't just listen to this podcast and then decide to go yeah. have sex with other people if you haven't done that before you know like <laughs> it it's the type of thing that you want to go in with a tool toolbox full of tools to use you know yeah. that, that, and a solid foundation in your relationship mm-hmm. so and also tread incrementally yeah mm-hmm. so it's like okay what feels right for us now you know what's the level of openness that I feel capable of dealing with in this particular place where I'm at right now mm. and then, and being able to honestly voice that it's like okay I feel comfortable to for you to kiss somebody else you know mm. or to to share clothed intimacy Mm. um yeah I feel like um that's a really important point I've helped people pick up the pieces um by diving into the deep end so to speak yeah you know just going in and there's there's people that teach that as well they're like you know just go all in and you face it and that just leads to trauma (laughs) to be honest like that's um it's not um in my experience from what I've seen within myself and with other people um, that I've worked with, it's not um, not a, a healthy way of doing it yeah, for it, many. Yeah, it's just, a, yeah, again, it comes back to the synergy of, of how can I do this in a way which actually feels within my capacity, it feels within my truth, um, and, you know, what is my drive and motivation for doing this? Is it coming from this place of... Um, like an insatiable childhood hunger mm. I, is my my inner 13 year old you know just horny as fuck and just wanting to go out mm. and shag everybody that <laughs> that he can and i know that one very well and that's not the way i want to be experiencing open relationship because it is going to be a whole heap of shit that i need to deal with if i operate that way yeah. um so it's about being really conscious around our own capacity and each other's capacity so yeah again we'll we'll dive deeper (laughs) into this in another episode um but i think also you know just to sort of round it up uh again like we said right on the outset this is a it's definitely not an either or situation, which I think is the common misconception. It's like we all have this very, very natural and very important need and desire for both freedom and connection. Mm-hmm. Both are tr- equally as important as the other. Um, so it's, it's, a, it's really, really important that we can give ourselves that and give each other that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And to experience connection whilst feeling completely free and alive within mm. yourself, there's nothing that compares to that. It's Absolutely. beautiful, and uh, and I think that every being needs to experience that, and and yeah, know know what that is, mm. and and really um, put a put a stake in the in the ground for that, and mm. and really stand for that mm. um, within their relationship, um, because it it matters. Yeah. 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 
So thank you. Um, any questions on this or any other topic that we've already talked about, please get in contact. We'd love to hear from you. Um, you can contact me through my website, nicktovey.com, uh, or on social media, Facebook or Instagram. If you search Nick Tovey, N-I-C-T-O-V-E-Y, you'll find me there. Yeah, and I'm available and accessible on uh, on social media. And uh, stephanie-curtis.com is my website. So yeah, if anyone has any, we'd love to get um, suggestions of mm-hmm. topics, uh, which we've, we've done before. So yeah. yeah, if you have something that you'd like to hear us talk about that feels relevant to you um mm-hmm. please let us know love yeah. to hear from you please do mm-hmm. and and also just to finish off obligatory uh book plug oh here we go again <laughs> it's gonna keep it's coming um the revolutionary man uh the book that i launched late last year is available on amazon on your local amazon so please go and get it it is cracker <laughs> <laughs> and 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 by the way, it's not just for men. It is. I'm getting really great feedback from a lot of women that are loving the book. So go and get it. All right, guys. Have a beautiful day wherever you are. And we'll talk to you soon. Next time. Bye.